0: Welcome to obscurity part of the MB machine network you can find us online at the MB Podcast.com. so to recap Midge is mm-hmm. with me again uh, as always um, we've focused the past month about motivation for the most part yeah yeah how to get how to get through stuff and and how to keep going and what motivates us absolutely that that was actually a really good uh, topic with Beef on how things not only motivate us, but what keeps us going. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is learning, like just learning in general and how we learn and what we learn from it. So I wanted to dig into uh, learning concepts and how we as individual people will approach this learning concept. And it was really interesting to me because this is a study that's actually fairly new. It's less than a hundred years old, which I, th- I thought was pretty That's amazing. fairly new. Well, think about it, <laughs> think about it. We have, if if you're buying into the whole history record, we have records of Aristotle back in B.C., whatever, looking at the planets. Mm-hmm. Like space has been studied for longer than behavioral things have
1: been studied. See, I was just thinking that our car is an antique after 25 years.
0: That's same concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So to just kind of quickly go over what learning is in its... It's fairly – um, it's – how do I put this? It's normal given that everybody says learn something or I learned something. And when we think of learning, we instantly think of some kind of formal education platform where we sit down and we're told this plus this or this does this or an atom splits this way or or so on and so forth. And we pick up on something new. So – but if we expand that outside of just the formal education platform – Learning is obtaining a new idea or a change in your viewpoint of an idea. Mm-hmm. So that means even the political side of it, right? We could actually learn something if we're willing to accept what people have to say instead of just putting up that brick wall immediately.
1: But I like to I like to build bricks and oh, walls. absolutely. Like mortar's fun to work with.
0: There's no fun in an argument if nobody's yelling. I mean, that's just how it goes. That's very true. That's very just true. how it goes. So the... The idea behind learning, we need to change the behavior a person has and that results of an output is consistent. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. Is that, I mean, that's breaking it down very nerd wise, right? Yeah. And, but the, the idea behind that is that, like I said, I think learning is a general statement and a lot of people, a lot of people want to learn something Mm -hmm. or they're excited to learn something new. But they don't quite grasp the idea of learning, and and it's just uh, I don't know it as dry as this might come across. I found it intriguing, and I wanted to, to no, share a little bit.
1: I'm just laughing because you said output, and I just immediately thought um, um, inputs and outputs on a PLC, right?
0: Because you learned it, yeah, well, kinda. <laughs> kind of, kind of. I wouldn't say I'm a pro, right? So, well, would you tell me ten thousand hours?
1: You got a long ways before you're 8, a pro. 8,000. I think it's 8,000 hours. 8,000 hours? 8,000 or 10,000. I don't remember which. Yeah. So you got a long way before you're a pro with PLCs. Oh, yeah. Wait. That's because I don't use them every day either. So, right. yeah. <laughs> it, it's going to be a minute. I maybe use them <laughs> in maybe 30 minutes a, a year.
0: Yeah. So you know, it'll be a while. And part of that's learning, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the um, uh, active process of learning, which is all the time. It's always going. We learn on things that we don't believe we're learning from, such as relaxation when we want to relax and read a book, we actually obtain things from a book. Hey, this character in this book acted this way because of that. Real quick. Mm-hmm. It, Go for it. it. Is this
1: something you learned when you were researching this up, or is this just something you've always done? Because I've always known that when I read a book, I'm learning from it. So some of this is... Well, I shouldn't say always. It's something I came to the conclusion of some time ago, is that when I'm reading, I am learning from these characters on what I like and what I enjoy and what I view as, as valuable. Like
0: most of the time, right? And some of this is something that I've paid attention to, but I think a lot of people just kind of overlook that. Okay, where they don't take things like from a TV show. A lot of people want to sit down, and watch a TV show because it's the disconnect from reality. Video games the same way, mm-hmm. disconnect from reality. I just want to get lost in this story. But you're still learning. But you are, yeah. Even if you're not, a, you're not um, um, focusing on. Body language or something—you are going to pay attention. Hey, this person's coming in with their shoulders slumped down, their head kind of forward. They look like they're having a rough day. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's something that's learned, and that's actually something that I'm going to go over later in these okay. um, basic definition um, idea of learning. Stuff. I was just—I was just curious because
1: you were saying it like you just learned it. I just assumed you had it.
0: No, it's so—it's it, not something. I don't want to say that i knew this there is some that i did cover or mm-hmm. that i did find out that i learned about that was really intriguing to me and one point that was made i knew about it but it never really clicked or or i never made that connection until i read it and i was like that makes an act like a very very factual point mm-hmm. and it's a very basic point where i'm going to say share it with you and you're going to say really that's kind of dumb <laughs> because it is something that we all know from being a child. Okay. We, we collect it from being a child. So um, I've already covered the fact that learning's all the time, right? Mm-hmm. We, we discuss that. TV shows, relaxation, if you're sitting down in the classroom, if you're at work. I could survive a zombie apocalypse by now. Right. 100% zombie <laughs> land. Perfect. I was I actually was, I was talking The Walking Dead. Uh, that one too. Except at that point, you just learn that anything bad that can happen is going to. Yeah, just just kill everything. Right. It's, that's the easiest way. <laughs> right. Oh, and that's
1: another thing. Oh, go ahead. No, I was no, no. go off tangent. No, go for it. So the easiest way is never all is not always the best way. In my, my opinion, if it's the easiest way, it isn't the best way. Anytime that if someone's ever taken the easy way, it's because it's it's harder to try to deal with it in a, a more refined manner. It's easier just to Whoa. kill everybody than it is to sit there and try to... to Educate them or have them learn why it's easier just to kill things. Like Are you talking about dad. zombies?
0: Yeah, all of it. Oh, okay. All so, of it. I, my mind was going down something else because that was a lot of lot to unbox. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie; like that was a uh, I'm impressed. That was a very heavy statement. So, with that thought though, the easiest path is the way to innovation. That is true. As far as any kind of new. New product, new software, new, absolutely anything new companies that come out, new products for food that come out. Anything that comes out is the easiest way to get there. Mm-hmm. And that is the innovation path. So I believe the easiest path is the route that we all want to take because we want to keep innovating. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to stay stale. You uh, always want to have better sex. <laughs> I'm. I'm not really taken <laughs> back by that. I'm trying to think about how to how to really answer that because while you're not wrong on that topic, there, there's really not a lot of innovating that a person can do in that env- in that environment. Just like, stretch your mind, man. Well, I'm not arguing that. I'm, I'm not <laughs> arguing that at all. I'm. I I think. I think is what needs to happen is people need to find their comfort zones Mm -hmm. and maybe relax those comfort zones a little bit. Um, At this point, if this is the path we're going to go down, I do want to say ahead of time that um, for parents who have their kids in their car, just be warned. Um, (laughs) I'm done derailing it. (laughs) No, no, and and I'm okay with it. it. It doesn't. It's it's actually it's it's interesting to me because that's a large part of life that people don't we all learn right we all are at the exact same level
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and what we do learn about it is society what society teaches us whether it be our parents with the you know heavy loot. Heavy religious background or it be um, code of conduct that we have to follow in public schools or just societal laws that says that you can't do this in public because somebody else might get offended or turned on or, or whatever to point it be. So, yeah, to, to your point, everybody does want to have better sex and everybody can have better sex. But the only way to achieve that is to relax your comfort zones. And learn. And be comfortable with learning exactly whether that's talking to other people, whether that's actually, I guess, doing with other people, or <laughs> finger in the butt, or it's <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to say, uh, video and and all that good stuff. That the the is what is considered to be the bad part of the internet world. Mm-hmm. That's the best way that I can explain that. And um, this is actually a pretty good topic that I'd like to come talk to you about on the MV Machine Network, <laughs> where it's a little less <laughs> filtered, so to speak. And so returning to learning, we got, uh, uh, learning never happens if you don't retain that knowledge. True. Like Very true. It if you memory dump something, if you're like, oh, hey, I YouTubed up how to fix my toilet, and you go from fixing your toilet, and then two years later, you're like, I, I don't remember how to fix the toilet. I got to YouTube up again. You never really learned it. You just found – you learned how to find the information to get the answer. Mm-hmm. So learning does happen when you retain the knowledge. And it occurs when your new experience occurs. So if you walk up to a machine, your, your daytime job, mm-hmm. um, working on machines – it's what I used to do is work on machines. And a problem occurs and I read about that problem and I knew, okay, this – if this happens, this is the solution. And then the next day, this happens again – Hey, I go back to that being the solution, but then I have to dig a little bit further into it on why is that happening again? So I'm already learning the fact of, okay, this is how you fix it, but what is causing that to happen? So learning happens when there's a behavioral change, when somebody puts forth the effort to make that.
1: Hmm.
0: Does that make, because I know, and, and I think we had that discussion on the way over that some people can, you can teach them. Yes. And then you have to teach them again. Mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing, but then you have to teach them again. And then again, and at what point is it, Hey, you're not picking up on this now. I want to also play my own devil's advocate of this because people learn in different ways. True. Like, and if B was here, he'd be like, that's why public education sucks. Cause they teach you one way and they
1: tell you there's multiple ways, but they're always just standing in the front of the classroom, repeating, having you repeat what they want you
0: to repeat. Blah, 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 beef. That is true. <laughs> that, I mean, that's pretty good. Except uh, you forgot the laugh. Oh yeah, there you go. That's pretty good. So I'm on the mic. Here's <laughs> so here's here. I alluded to at the beginning that uh, one of the things that was really basic, and it's something that I never put together until I was researching into this. And I looked at it and I was like, "Wow, that's kind of dumb that I just realized it. Is the fact that learning can be both positive and negative. Well, yeah. Like, never... Learning re- how to properly shoot up heroin isn't exactly
1: a good thing.
0: But that's my point. It but there's never, a good thing. It, it never you- occurred to me that it's
1: like, <laughs> oh, well, you learned a negative thing. But there's a positive from learning how to shoot up correctly. You won't,
0: you know, f- your veins up. Right. You probably still overdose, but <laughs> still. <laughs> and then uh, the... The other thing with learning, and we've already covered this, is the learning styles that there are. Mm -hmm. There's so many different learning styles that people can go with. But the interesting thing to me is out of all the learning styles and all the things that you could possibly learn from, it's broken down into three categories of how people would learn. Mm -hmm. And the one I think everybody is familiar with, Pavlo's dog, right? I think we all covered. Yeah, we all covered that in school. The cognitive um, conditioning to it, where the dog heard the little bell and then it starts to saliva because it knew it was going to get fed. Salivate, salivate. Yeah, what did I say? Saliva. Saliva. Yeah. Yeah. We we, same thing. But I was getting excited about this topic. I guess. (laughs) So, you know, who gets more excited than you, your dog. A, oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyways, that's a dog that I don't know if it can learn through conditioning. I'm not going to, I'm going to try. Uh, maybe I should do that. A clicker. I'll get mm-hmm. one of them dog clickers. And Actually, see
1: if, if you did that and you know, so if you had the, if you beat the dog, then clicked, it would understand that it's going to get beat. It, oh, you click and then beat it. So you click it, you beat the fuck out of it. Dang it. You twice. beat it. You click it, you beat it. Eventually, it'll learn that if you click it, it's going to get beat. It'll just pee on the floor. And then I was thinking
0: of something more logical, like maybe I don't know, stop um, or stay. Click for a stay. That might work. That might work. I I didn't need to really provide a punishment to the animal. But however, since you brought that up, (laughs) one thing that uh, the other category of learning is actually operant conditionings, and that's where operant. Operant conditionings, and that's where consequences follow actions, Hmm. where you get your your whole reinforcement, reward of something or your punishment of something. I feel like a lot of parents use operant conditioning. A lot of parents do. Like that's that is. um, I think I read a statistic that that is the majority of children training is under operant.
1: I remember our parents telling me that your your actions always have consequences. Yep. Yep.
0: And but it's it's a true statement. Mm -hmm. Like. It's a true statement in the world of learning as well. Like your actions, how much are you going to pay attention to this? How much are you going to retain? What are you going to take away? So the the observation or excuse me, the operant part was really interesting and our parents did What's use operant that. mean? Like did you have a definition for operant itself?
1: Because it sounds like it's, it sounds like it comes from the word observation or observation came from operant.
0: So not Observation, but it's good that you brought that up because that's actually the third category is the observant oh, part. Okay. the The third category is the observant part, where I'm sure you went through this a lot in when you were a child, as opposed to me being the oldest. I didn't get to observe other people's reactions and their punishments. I'm sure oh, you oh, as, yeah. a, as a younger <laughs> child got to observe a lot with. How I acted or how our other brother acted. The other brother was very influential on in what not to do. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but – and then the reaction of you know the parents, the reinforcements or the punishment that the parent provided. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it did amaze me that those were the three categories and how they kind of lead into it. To get back to the question that you asked, operant – um, there was a definition, I'm not going to lie, did not write it down. <laughs> like I didn't write it down. I didn't copy it. I didn't paste it. I, I don't remember what the operant's uh, definition
1: was. I just, I like the word. Like when I find words that I don't know at all, like I don't know mm-hmm. what it means. I like to figure out what it means. So. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. I'll work harder on that. I appreciate mm, that. That's good. Um, so with all these, I do want to give, uh, credits to who did come up with these we've already mentioned pavlo's dog with the condition the classical conditioning mm-hmm. i mean that's the most famous of it right um, something takes place through the association of something i think everyone almost everyone learns about that little bell and you salivate thing at some point yeah and it's a natural reaction for us mm-hmm. right we we know that if something if it's hot out or something we know we're going to sweat just humans do that mm-hmm. naturally <laughs> The,
1: my wife sweats like a pig. <laughs> Sorry, whenever someone talks about sweating, I used to think about, you know, a big, fat, sweaty person. Well, my wife is not big or fat, but she sweats like one. <laughs> so anyway, to some, anytime someone talks about it, like she made a picture of her, I it was funny. We were in our kitchen. She was baking and she had so much sweat on her lip. that when I went to kiss her, I like puckered my lips really well. So I didn't get any of that on me. That's how gross it was.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> That was a good story But man I feel bad for her I love my wife <laughs> uh, Yeah So Pavlov <laughs> Did the classical conditioning With the sweat <laughs> And the, the kissing of the wife And the operate conditioning Was done by Thorndike and Skinner For behavioral resources That's Darn, the reinforcement Okay, yeah, um b. f. Skinner, I think, is what uh the individual went by um how I don't remember the time frame I want to say sixties, maybe hmm. um the observation is relatively new uh a uh seventies and into into the eighties um so uh, you think about it in the theory of study in the mind that's that's extremely new. Yes, it is. Um, so, I find it shocking that I wasn't figured out sooner. yeah that's my thought about it. like we can check out stars, but we
1: don't understand this. So that's insane because I mean, it, back in the day, you learn by watching somebody do something and you like everyone was basically, if you were a, a Smith, you would learn by going there observing mm-hmm. what the Smith was doing. So people have been watching people learning through that for a
0: long, long time. Right. And it, it's what amazed me was how the, the learning aspect and the motivation just kind of linked together. Mm-hmm. We, we alluded to that, how somebody wants to achieve something better than somebody else that can be a motivated Mm -hmm. person at, or it can be a motivated action as well as a learning action at the same time. True. So with these, like I said, I know you wanted to cover the styles of learning and, and stuff that you've, I didn't realize there was a difference. Yeah. I, and I understand that that's, that's not a big deal. And I think, but it's important that we, we do kind of cover that. I think that um, it will lead more into Uh, knowledge uh, as far as how we can be better at learning, of obtaining, and retaining. Retaining is the hard
1: one. Retaining is difficult for me. Public school taught me to just dump it. Like, I
0: would learn it enough to pass the quiz and then gone. Well, it's not only public school. Like, I experienced the same thing in higher education. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to retain this stuff. All I need to know is how to find it. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to know. And, and I've, been, I've been making this joke at work. Uh, everybody's like, oh, well, we're glad to see you, blah, blah, blah. My point, is, if you guys knew how much I Googled, you, you would know. And they all kind of laugh at me. Well, while some of it I do retain because I do it repetitively over and over and over, there is other aspects that I don't, I, don't, I might do it once every three years. Mm-hmm. I don't retain that stuff. Yep. That's not, that's not for me. And I know so many other people in the world of IT that do the exact same thing. Mechanically,
1: people do it all the time. We have a machine at work. We go, oh, that's the brand. Look it up. Manual. Go down, scroll down because we don't want to walk back to the office. Yeah. You find it. Oh, and then you save it to your phone. Here's a link to this manual so I don't have to go go all the way down there again. Yeah. Or there's not a manual is more likely the case because they're stupid and lazy. But yeah, yeah we, we use Google all the time. As a matter of fact, it's it's one of the easiest things to do, and it's one of the one one of the things that if you're a new tech and you you learn, you'll be looked at like a god because right. you can find stuff that other people who've been doing it for years just don't know how to do. Right?
0: So, <clears throat> while when I want to save the styles of learning mm-hmm. for uh, our next episode, what do you think would help you improve on learning? Me? Yeah, just you, like your yourself. What do you think? Would improve because I have I've come across a list of uh, you know research up improved ways of of learning and you'll come across all kinds of dumb stuff tie a (sighs) ribbon around your finger so you associate this ribbon color with the topic that you're you're reading or um, a bunch of bunch of stuff like that that might not really work for everybody. No,
1: if you want to learn something, you have to want to learn it, and that works best. A ribbon isn't going to make you want to learn it. If you don't want to learn it, it doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to learn it. So, I mean, for me, myself, make make myself better at doing it. I got to find something that interests me, and not a whole lot interests me right now. Right, and and, I don't know. Like, I retain a lot of information pretty well, but I have to use it more. Like, that's my problem is I need to I need to have I I can I can read it and learn it, but I need to be able to apply it in order to actually understand it. Yeah, like. It t- took me a long time to understand that electricity always has to go to a ground, otherwise it's not going to work because it's not a complete circuit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you have a light bulb or not, but if there's not a way for the little bleed-off electricity to go, it's just going to stop, not right.
0: work. Right, or you become the ground. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... That's how I learned it. So, <laughs> quick story about the electricity. Yeah. Um, my indoctrin- indoctrination into electricity came from our father welding an exhaust on the grain truck. <laughs> so, this was... Way back I mean, I was probably seven, eight years old. I was just a young kid. And I was I was small enough to stand be able to stand under the grain truck and hold the exhaust up for him. Okay. While he welded it, which isn't a big deal. <laughs> unless <laughs> where you're standing is in a mud puddle. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. So when he grabbed that um it, when he grabbed the wand and he would start welding on the exhaust, I would yell like, ah, <laughs> because it hurt, right? I, I became the ground and I, I was screaming about it and I, he stopped. Why are you f- yelling? What is wrong? And I said, it hurts. He says, what hurts? And I told him, every time you weld that, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting hurt. And he had me stand off to the side where I was out of the water, took my shoes off. And I think, I don't remember if he pulled out a piece of wood or something, but I was standing on like a board <laughs> at that point where I was no longer water and I was no longer the ground and I was able to hold on to the exhaust. <laughs> so at that point, it didn't never, it never clicked with me until I was like in the sixth grade science or something like that. It instantly clicked that electricity needs a ground mm-hmm. and how I became a ground that day. So that's just one of them. That's. It's funny how past experiences learn it, it goes through the whole, well, there's the, the classical training. This has happened before, and this is going to happen again unless this happens, right? Mm-hmm. So classical training was used, and then the operant conditioning was definitely used there because I was definitely punished for being the ground. <laughs> and then I observed the fact that I don't want to do that again, so I don't stand in water. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I mean – yeah, I
1: to learn better. I don't know. I don't I only have a problem learning unless I don't want to learn. Like if I don't care, then it doesn't matter what it is. I'm not going to learn it. I, yeah. Like at work, I have to do trainings every year. We just went through them. All I do is click. Right. I, I I get enough information from it to pass it, and then I do not care.
0: I think a lot of people end up doing that with the the training that's done doesn't interest them. Mm-hmm. But on the basis of what you said, you have to. You have to want to do it in order to learn from it, and I think it was Bruce Lee that famously said that the root of a skill is through repetition.
1: That I don't. Yeah, I can't answer that. I know that his motto was that if it doesn't work, throw it away.
0: Well, yeah, that was for his little um, mm-hmm. type of, of martial art. Martial art. Yep. But I believe I'm. I'm pretty sure he. He was the one that was quoted that um, uh, regarding the skill t- and repetition. If I'm wrong on that, feel free to email at the mbmachinepodcast.com. But well,
1: you can't email anonymous anonymously. You have to put in your name and an email.
0: I'll do what I can to fix that. Yeah, we'll I tried soon.
1: to get uh my mother set up with that and it was said name emails like oh, I'll talk to her about it.
0: Hey, by the way. I'm pretty sure you could put in there at no reply or something like that and oh, still send in. I'm not that smart. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I'll and, put instructions and up there. As not then.
1: smart as I am, my mom's a lot not smarter.
0: Oh <laughs> Your mom's great. <laughs>
1: I love my mom. <laughs> She's awesome.
0: So some quick some quick things to take away to improve the learning or what learning does for a person besides just the retention of what you're aiming at. It actually improves um, brain functionality. If you have something that you're looking forward to learning and you continue to learn, it improves brain functionality and a lot of studies, and believe what you will about studies. Mm. I mean they all aim at certain something some things but when you get over seven studies that come to the same conclusion it to me that's kind of consistent and they show that improved brain functionality leads to a longer life mm-hmm. and so it in summary if you want to live longer keep learning mm-hmm. don't stop learning don't don't be content on something always search for what is unknown the other thing that is beneficial is use different learning styles and we've I think we're going to try to cover a lot more of that in the next episode of Obscurity. And then um, with learning, the best way to show that you learn something is to teach it to someone else.
1: Yes. I try to tell people that all the time. Like, well, I barely know it myself. Well, you know what you do? You go teach. And then when you come to something you don't know, you go learn yourself. So you you give the right answer. Yeah. You go, oh, I don't know this. And then that tells you what you need to go learn. I love to teach because it tells me what I don't know.
0: Absolutely. I I 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. So so with that, I I think we kind of summarize the summarize yeah summarized. <laughs> <clears throat> let me uh, let me try that one more time. With that, we kind of summarize the topics of what learning concepts are, and I would like to go over learning styles in the next episode. So, the quick takeaways are that there's many different ways. And you'll never, you, you might never find the right one. So try different ones, right? And keep going. And then the one interesting, very, very interesting fact to me is where we're a society where we look for instant gratification. We look for results. We're results driven, right? We do yard work because we can see the change. We do certain. That's how we do yard work. Well, that's, I do it so I don't get fined. Well, that's again, <laughs> but you're learning there,
1: right? You're you're run, you're learning through the opera. It's a good example. I'm just so, being a butt.
0: <laughs> no, 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 and it it works out. But my my thought process was that we're results driven. We mm-hmm. look for something to measure it to. True. Not all of the learning that we do is measurable. Like it's very difficult to measure. You have good manners manner wise it's very difficult to measure that that's based on society the crowd that you're around the people that you're around
1: I feel like there's a general idea of how much, how like where your manners should be and just because some people don't meet it doesn't mean that it's still not where it should be like i I can judge people on their manners pretty easily sure
0: you can judge anybody can judge I can tell them they're wrong too so my manners and my approach to yes or no sir is different than. Other countries where that's that's not there, it's so. And then to take that a little bit more, we put it inside of certain groups, right? Certain actions in in certain groups is completely different too. You take any kind of religious formal aspect, I don't match that. I try. I'll be
1: I'll be as respectful as I can. I'll change my statement. You can measure it to yourself, but you can't measure it as in. There's a level for everyone to reach.
0: But that's what we always look for. It's true. Like, when we do anything, we look for that, a measurable act. And not everything that you learn is measurable. Your reaction to a volcano exploding, like, oh, I'm going to sit there. Or you're going to run away. It's not going to matter if you're that close. Well... Look at Pompeii. They th- this ran. is true. They could have ran very... as far as they wanted to. They ain't getting out of there. That That is very <laughs> true. And uh, to go back to the MB Machine podcast for last week, uh, excuse me, two weeks ago, it was like a hurricane in Miami, right? <laughs> at what point do people learn?
1: Yeah. So That's a good question, too, is at what point do people actually retain
0: information? And that is up to the individual, just like the measure, in my opinion. I have yet to find an answer. I'll look into it. Hmm. But with that, I think that wraps up the show. Okay, I appreciate everybody listening in. I hope everybody took something fun away from this. Um, I apologize for the um, the quick off-topic sex thing. <laughs> 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 we will. I never apologize. I, I, Enjoy you're it. Right. You're right. We shouldn't. I. I You are right. I'm not apologizing for that because I think that is a very good topic that we will cover one day. Yes. And when we do cover extensively, I will definitely lead off with a better intro. (laughs) Other than that, I hope everybody has a fantastic day and enjoy yourselves. Bye-bye.